I'm Matthew. I'm Steven. And this week in... What's it called? Uh, maybe, maybe we'll have a better title. <laughs> maybe we'll have a better title. We're back to that title, people. I guess. Alright, this week in Maybe We'll Have a Better Title, um, we have another guest. Do I introduce myself now? And shouldn't he have that on silent? No, no, no. that's way better. It's very important that we hear <laughs> Amy's constant influence on this podcast. Oh, is she like, like participating via text? Yes, actually, can I bring up what she just texted me? Sure. She said she hoped I would drop a handicap for her, and I didn't understand what that meant. But she's watching Community, and there was the debate episode where Jeff dropped a handicapped kid to make out with Amy. <laughs> so, so she wants you to be Jeff and her to be Amy? I guess so. That's a little disturbing. <laughs> because you're like, you are older, but you're not like 20 years older. Yeah. Anyways, Christine. Yes. Yes? Who are Wait, you? Wait, why did he say yes? <laughs> I, am, I have some issues to work through, alright? <laughs> it's a little awkward. Anyways, um, it says in my show notes here that I should point you out. You are there. I don't think they can see that. No, you can't. Um, but they've heard your influence on this podcast a also, few times. Also, someday, once this podcast becomes famous, it'll be like Ricky Gervais' podcast, where they animate it and turn it into a I'll TV you... show. You know? So then they'll be pointing. And yeah, they'll be, oh, they'll be really pointing. Okay, okay. So we can talk about gestures. Yeah, we can. For posterity. Have you given me, like... You can do it. Credit for this podcast forever, like, actually having happened. Oh, oh you want this to be your fault? <laughs> fault. Yes. You can take credit, Well, but... the thing is, if people are actually listening to this, and they don't have, like, a gun pointed to their head, then yeah. I feel like I should get credit for this. Because if I hadn't been born and made you have goals on my birthday, this never would have happened. That's true. Your goals have been remarkably successful so far. For us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something good came out of it. Uh, um, I think we did mention you in the first one, maybe? Yeah. But uh, but if not, Christine was at least, you know... So I'm important. Yeah. In the sense that she made me write down that I want to write a podcast. I still a podcast. have that, that napkin. I still have the picture of it. And I haven't seen either of those since we made them. <laughs> <laughs> so Christine's the reason yeah. why... Well, one of the motivators for starting this podcast. The motivator. Yeah. One you of the take credit, but that also means you get blame if it doesn't go. Yeah, well. you're the reason we only have 36 downloads in the past. <laughs> <laughs> that in our bandwidth. Wait, is this good? I don't know. We we'll give in your bandwidth. We have like a gig, and we like use it up <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. How many are you? I don't download them at all. Okay. I upload it, and then I don't look at it. Sweet. Yeah. So there's like literally there must ten be. strangers. And since I'm kind of like behind. Yeah. Well, some of those are yours though. Um, and Amy's behind too. So. So wait, I know Amy and I listen to it. Is yeah. there Anyone else you guys know for a fact who listens to this? Probably a lot of the strangers are probably Facebook. People, yeah, right? okay. uh, I posted a few times on Facebook. Yeah, but this ending, but you don't know for a fact. I've never actively asked people if they listen to my podcast. Yeah, because okay. I don't care. <laughs> no, I, I care, <laughs> but I don't. I cry at night wondering who listens to me online. But Christine's also come up in one of our favorite commenters because she's the only person I know other than Amy that does listen to the podcast, <laughs> and Nelson listens to it live, so he doesn't count. She was I the also one. feel like I've been unfairly made fun of. And I'm sorry for interrupting. Which <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Interrupt all you want. Just make sure it's well-timed. You, you feel like you've been unfairly made fun of. Yes. This is not on time. I feel like you've been lovingly and admiringly made fun of. And to be fair, some of the more cruel... Well, you know why I think, I, I think I'm more high-pitched than I am? is because... <laughs> <laughs> 
just because you, when you make fun of me, you make me really high-pitched. I'm very, like, pleasantly surprised my voice is not that high-pitched. Yeah, but when I make fun, when I do my impression of Steve, I go, Exactly. And so my hands are like, I've never my seen chest. you make an impression of Steve. Daddy, da, I'm Steve. I, I, and then he turns into a velociraptor, like, halfway through it. Yeah. With no arms. <laughs> okay. My impressions are more, like, comical caricatures that are way off, as opposed to accurate depictions. <laughs> okay, but... On a tangent, yep. can you start doing those dinosaur comics again? Oh man, I should. I haven't done one in forever. Because I used to love those. I know. I Steve just... used to uh, make dinosaur... He had a whiteboard thingy with the dinosaur comic. Like the templates. Templates. Yeah. That was one of... You were supposed to start a... A, um... a webcomic, wasn't I? Yeah. Yes. I know. But instead you did this. I know. Well, I mean, really, what I meant... The intent behind that goal was start some kind of main, major creative outlet. Yeah. Which this... This is way better. This fulfills anyway. If we keep doing it. <laughs> We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. seem to be very... Not bad. Regular. We have, like... We have a script file. Yeah. It has words in it. It has words in it. <laughs> We're going to get to that soon. Yeah, yeah. Not right away, though. So, we still... No one has emailed steveforrester.com at gmail.com. It's really a shame. I'm going to start making it... Do you have, it, like, a, like, an actual email address for steveforrester.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> that, that is the official show web uh, email address that I occasionally... Is it posted anywhere? Nope. <laughs> it's just it's just been mentioned in the... In can the... you send it to me so I can, like, pretend to be somebody can who... Can you send us, like, hate it? mail? Yeah, I'll, I'll totally send you guys hate, hate mail. mail. Because that's how that... That's how that uh, I'll give you more things to talk about on this. It'll be perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, feel free to email Steve... Forrester, that's S-T-E-V-E, F-O-R-E-S-T-E-R, -E -E yeah. dot com, yeah. at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, or uh, complaints, please note, if you have a complaint, I'll probably just ignore it and make fun of you. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll just, we'll just read it. <laughs> we'll read it in the next podcast. And be like, why did you say this and that, you scallywag? Julia and Julia is a great movie. You should be ashamed of yourselves for making fun of it. <laughs> Julia and Julia is the best movie ever. Anyway, stuff like that. Getting a little Indian there. <laughs> Alright, that gets Julia and Julia off our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a thing where you have to mention it each time? Now? It's it's kind of become a habit. Yep. Oh, okay. It's a little running thing. Not really it? a joke. It's just... Well, the movie is a joke. So. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Shall we get back on topic? Yes. Sure. So this is the point in the show where you say where I usually go. What you guys have been watching the past little while? Uh huh. You seen any movies? Hey, eh? well, Steve. Uh, movies there? Uh, yes. Seen any television shows? I actually have. Yes. As a matter of fact. Would you like to tell me about them? Sure, I just have to remember what they are. So I've definitely seen Moneyball. Balls of Money? Yeah. Okay. I watched Taken for like the fourth time. <laughs> you could I'm really, really happy about that. I wish you could have seen Christine's face, <laughs> podcast listeners. That was happiness embodied in a face. <laughs> now, if only we could harvest it for money. <laughs> and gold. Yeah, Moneyball, Taken, uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Oh. And... Yeah, Moneyball was good. I liked it. I've I've always generally liked Brad Pitt. I think he's I don't know. What about how do you feel about Jonah Hill getting an Oscar nod for that? Did he get an Oscar nod? Yeah. No way. I didn't know that. It's wait, uh, Oscar nomination or win? Nomination. Okay. There's no way he get a win for supporting actor. Yeah. Well. I, but now now he's uh, Oscar nominated Jonah Hill. Right. Right. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, normally he's a comedic actor, and he wasn't so much in this one. 
Although he still played a bit of his kind of like awkward self. And he's still fat in this one, right? Pretty fat, yeah. This like, is he's going to be thin for Twenty One Jump Street. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he wasn't as fat as he was, maybe. But, but no, he's like. No way. Like you know how Seth Rogen cleaned up for uh, Green Hornet. You know how oh. he, he got all thin for that. Not that I saw Green Hornet, but, but sure. You you saw how like he went from yeah Seth Rogen to Seth Rogen. Yes. Basically, Jonah Hill's pulling a Seth Rogen. Fair enough. You should start pulling like Christian Bale and just like alternate every movie. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be good for his health. Seriously, I get the feeling like Christian Bale just does that like on his own, like just for fun. Yeah, like the director's like, you really don't need to do that, Christian. He's like, no, no, I'll put on sixty pounds. Well, he he originally put on too much weight for Batman Begins. Oh yeah. Like, uh, he came in off the Machinist, uh-huh. where he was like not eating at all. Uh huh. And they're like, oh, we're going to see a scrawny little guy. And he's like huge as a bear. And they're like, we're going to need you to shrink down a bit because you're not going to be able to fit into the bat suit. Uh, yes, yeah, so Christian Bale is crazy. He is crazy, but I respect him for that. Uh, and then Taken was awesome, of course. Amy liked Taken, which was good. That's good. Just like? Oh, no, she, no. I mean, it was a a solid like I mean okay. I wouldn't I don't know if she like loved it loved it but she really liked it I like how concerned Kristen yeah, got no. just liked oh my god I'm gonna have to kill this Amy person <laughs> clearly and Pan's Labyrinth I liked as well what's it about it's something I always heard of but I've never seen it's beautiful it, I find it very visually stunning yeah um, it's about a little girl in war torn Spain what Spain Spain I knew it started with an S um <laughs> And she's got like an evil stepfather, basically. Yep. And she she disappears into her uh, imagination to Aww, deal with so it. Oh, that's so cute. Uh-huh. But her imagination might also be real. Yeah. Oh, so it's ambiguous. It's never yeah, ambiguous, and it's also kind of it's dark and disturbed. Her imagination. Do you own it? Yep. Can I borrow it? Yep. Yeah. No TV shows. Oh well, I mean, I uh, I probably watched an episode of Thirty Rock. Yes, I did. It was. Um, I watched. Well, I will probably watch that too. What, the most, or wait, which was the most recent the one? The Leap Year one? Yes, yes, exactly. That was a really good episode. Yeah. I love the Jim Carrey parody. It was... Is that a parody of Liar Liar? Well, Liar Liar and a little bit of Santa Claus, what which is just Jim Carrey. Oh, okay. What? What about Yes Man? Oh, yeah, and that too. <laughs> because they're the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Liar Liar, yeah. Young Yes Man. Yeah, and I guess maybe Bruce Almighty. <laughs> but mostly, like, Santa Claus and Liar Liar were the ones I got from it. Okay. <laughs> what have you been watching, Christine? Do I have to say this in public? Yeah. Obviously. This. <laughs> but but it's it's stuff that I don't approve of. What? Oh, right, your girly show. Yeah, right? I've been watching girly shows because I ran out of everything else. <laughs> and I have no no more media. You've just, you've completely, you've consumed all the media and you've just... And now, well, he, okay, Matt recommended Revenge to me. Because it was recommended to me. I, I made it through one episode, I'm like, I'm too straight for this. <laughs> it's basically a gossip girl, but for like mid-20-year-olds. Okay. Yeah, so it's a literally just a lot of women it's talking about it. TV show, though? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so you watch that, then yes. what else have you been watching? Do I have to say? Yeah. Pretty Little Liars. I don't know anything. See, I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I bet like, it's just like Gossip Girl, but for like it's younger like, girls. Yeah, for like 13 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just next it's going to be iCarly. 
Oh god, I don't think I'll ever. I love iCarly, guys. <laughs> See, I don't even know what that is really. Actually, I don't know what that is. Well, I've heard of it, but I don't quite it's know. It's better what than it is. It's a Raven, so. Have you been watching anything else? Have you seen any movies? No, because I don't watch movies on my own, and if you're not there, then I haven't watched it. <laughs> That's too bad. Right, me turn! Me, 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 Yay. me, me! I'm not watching How I Met Your Mother anymore. You finally. I, I, this week's episode came. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure I didn't download or watch it. Wow, so you're finally you're going like cold turkey now? Well, I, I meant to go cold turkey last week, but <laughs> I didn't. It was really bad. That's what I heard. Um, yeah. Jeff Jeff walked me through it. I'm like, no, I don't need to see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, uh, that's what I did with Big Bang Theory. And, um, yeah. Never, never had to go back to that. No. Well, I mean, once you like miss one episode, it's really easy to keep not watching it because you're just you would have to catch up but then you get really bored and then sometimes there's nothing to watch and you just watch all of those episodes no see well that i don't know i have i have if anything too many things to watch like i'm i'm going through the first season of 30 rock i still have the wire to watch like i, I mean I'm, i still have to watch the wire yeah i know see i see i don't really have a shortage of things to watch so i can cut out i have no life <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're also more discriminating with what you're willing to watch by yourself that's sure like, I'll watch movies by myself, so I can substitute How I Met Your Mother for Paprika, hopefully later this week. Yeah. At the same time, um, I almost got all the way through the season one of Justified in the last day and a half. <laughs> Which is what I've been watching. I've been watching Justified. No way. Tell us about that, Matt. It's, yes. It's, it's Timothy Oliphant in a really, really sexy hat. I actually agree with this statement. I love his hat. <laughs> there was an ep the last episode I watched, he, did, he lost his hat for the whole episode. And it actively bothered me the whole episode. <laughs> is this Timothy Oliphant? Well, that's his crotch that you're pointing at. Yeah, <laughs> I just pointed at him. I didn't specifically. Is he good looking? Yeah, sure. He's got squinty eyes like I do, and big forehead like I do. Beady eyes. Oh, really? He's old, not good looking. His hat. For an terrible. old guy. For an old guy. He was. No. Uh, no. He's not old. What? He's old. Whatever. That's actually what I said too when I first saw him. Yeah. He's not good looking. <laughs> okay. Well. Nelson doesn't like him. He was the villain in Live Free or Die Hard, for people who want that reference. Oh. Oh, wait, I saw that, didn't you I? You saw that movie! Yeah. I totally forgot I saw it. Anyways, but Justified, which is what I want to talk about right now, uh -huh. um, Timothy Olyphant plays like this U.S. Marshal who plays by his own rules. So he shoots a lot of people. I see. And, like, the first episode, get he gets in trouble because he shoots somebody uh -huh. in Miami. So he gets uh, reassigned to keep him out of trouble. Right. To Kentucky, his own old hometown. Oh, okay. So now he's doing backwater U.S. Marshal stuff. Right. Did you have something you wanted to say? Does he shoot? Like, is his shooting justified? <laughs> <laughs> well, was that a, a pun? It wasn't supposed to be a pun. No, no, no. no, no his, 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 his claim is always that it's justified. Like, oh, that guy drew first, that guy drew first. Uh-huh. You know... But whether or not he put him in a position where he felt obligated to draw. Is he a good guy or not? He's or a, he, ambiguous? He's he's clearly on the side of the law. Okay. And he clearly wants to do it right, but he won't always do it the nicest way. Like, he is old school. You walk into my town and BAM! Yeah. He has good ends or goals, but not means, maybe. Well, no, his means are a little bit violent at times. <laughs> a little bit murdery at he's times. Little, but it's, it's always, you know, he never... Mur murder somebody yeah. that doesn't either raise their gun to him or anything. Are there any female characters on this show? Right there. There's, oh, thank you. There's his, his ex-wife. Um, the girl that he's banging that she is a key witness in a shooting he was involved in. 
So yeah, he shoots a lot of people, and he's he's a real mo- badass motherfucker. Like there'll be these people following him. Yep. And you know they'll do a few scenes where he's being followed, and then he'll pop in bu- and pop into the backseat of their car and be like, yep. "Yo, you guys are following me, and you guys should really stop doing that, <laughs> or I'm gonna have to shoot you." <laughs> nice. And then he'll shoot them later. So he's a certified badass then. Yeah. Good. So far, it's been a lot of like villains of the week. Yeah. But they never really. The, the part I've liked is like, oh, this guy's gonna be the villain, and then it turns out he's not the main villain. Right. So it's a little bit surprising in that sense. And I hear season two picks up and has a, uh, a bigger storyline. Right. So I watched that. I watched Archer, mm-hmm. which I always love. Yeah, I should really watch Archer. It's good. Mm. What do you mean? Mm. Isn't that. Didn't I watch like two episodes here once when we were waiting for Steve? Probably. Oh, okay. Still funny. I still love it. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember what the most recent episode was. <laughs> I've been busy. I guess it's been two episodes since we recorded. Well, two weeks. Two weeks. Maybe two episodes. <laughs> that would be difficult, wouldn't it? It's an episode a week, so... Yeah, but you can't have two episodes since you recorded an episode. You can say you missed two episodes. We, I watched two episodes since we recorded yeah. a pod. Anyways, and then I've also watched pretty much all of the first season and a half of the UK show Being Human. Okay. What, it's pretty good. What kind of show is that? Alright, tell me if you've heard this before. A vampire and a werewolf move into a house <laughs> where there's a ghost. Oh god. Ghost is new. Ghost <laughs> Amy! Uh. Aww. <laughs> and they're trying to live normal lives and not give in to their bestial sides. Do they succeed? They succeed and fail at times. It's win-lose. Sometimes they're their darker half wins over them, sometimes it doesn't. It's not a bad show. The ghost character is kind of interesting. I haven't watched anything since I got to the end of season one. And I checked out what the later seasons offer, and I feel like I may have got my best of it already. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's a little disappointing. And I watched uh, the first episode of Wallander, just a bit of it, which is another UK show. I'm not texting or anything, don't mind me. I'm not minding you. <laughs> Police procedural, kind of like this big, it's an hour and a half show like Sherlock is, dealing with a small town criminal case. It's good. It's not It's not as engaging as I hoped it would be. And there seems to be a lot of continuity between the episodes, which might make it hard to sit down and watch piecemeal. Right. At an hour and a half long. But yeah. I'm sure I've seen other things, but I can't remember. Nothing. <laughs> it might have been just a bunch of, bunch of stuff that uh, I bought. And wanted to put it on the background while I was working. Or to bother Nelson. So it seems like you watched a lot, but very few movies for you. Yeah. No, I'm sure I've watched a few movies, but they're just like <laughs> movies I've seen before and yeah. weren't, weren't really worth mentioning. So that, let's move forward on to uh, the next section, which is Nouveau Ideas. That's my French. Also known as... <laughs> new Ideas. Also known as Matt's New Ideas. <laughs> Steve, you don't have any new ideas? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been <laughs> Love sick. sick. Oh my. Oh, duh. See, Amy has to listen to these. <laughs> what about you, Christine? Do you have any story ideas? No, I didn't know where I would do this. You, this don't, week. you don't have to do Yeah, you can just, just think of ideas anyway. Can I just criticize yours? Yeah. Okay. okay. So well, if you don't want, you don't want to bring forth any ideas. That's fine. I'll let you know if I have any ideas while you talk. Because sometimes, actually, the worst thing about listening to your podcasts 
<laughs> or that you'll mention something and I'd like it to go in a completely different line, but I can't say anything because the podcast has already been it's done. Like, no, no, stop! Like, no! If I'm behind, and then you guys have already developed it, and I'm so sad. So, uh, what are some examples of that? Yeah, have you, do you have any... Uh... No, I don't know. I need to think about it more, so you just continue for Alright, so I'm going to start off with my joke ones. Okay, great. Because the Oscars were recently... Huh? Do you guys have anything to say about the Oscars? I didn't... You didn't care? No, I mean, actually, I was even, like, I was less invested in, in them than I normally am, which is not that much. I guess because I haven't seen that many movies that were even nominated. Me too. And it's, well, the winners were The Artist and Hugo. Yeah. And that's not surprising. You know, the, the they're being masturbatory, basically. <laughs> but the Oscar gave me a bunch of ideas for how to win Oscars. Okay. Oscar bait. So these are my uh, Oscar bait films. White people help make some black people's lives better. It's a very... It's a very... so original. <laughs> I know. I, I just thought, you know, like, the help, Blindside, and pretty much a dozen other Oscar movies beforehand. Yep. That storyline is like, white guilt. <laughs> There's still a little, little bit of juice left in that orange. I'd rather see more Arabs in movies. So that could be a race. Oh, never wow. mind. <laughs> I did not say that. You know, people listening don't know your ethnicity. They're just assuming you're white. I am not white. You're white. I'm half white. <laughs> white. I'm white. Middle Eastern. White Middle Eastern. Um, something about the triumph of human spirit during the Holocaust. There was a bunch of movies recently. There's one like Sarah's Key or something last year. Uh-huh. They just looked like mad, cliche Holocaust movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then Christine wanted to watch one with Meryl Streep, was it? Sophie's Choice. Sophie's Choice, which is another... It's more just because, like, I heard it's so good, and I feel I'm missing out by having not seen it. But, it... but I'm really tired. Like, I'm really, like, sick. You're sick? Just like, curious. my... Mentally ill? Just from watching so many Holocausts, like, it makes me feel so bad. It doesn't make me feel bad, I'm just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> no, it's still, it makes me feel bad. What makes me feel worse, though, is that, like, we focus on the Holocaust, but there's, like, bad things going on now, but no, there's no movies about yeah, it. There's, there's there are a, not as many movies a, about it, and I'd rather see that more than the Holocaust, which is already over. I don't even know, like, Hotel Rwanda, and all yeah, those. That yeah, was, but that was, like, That was in 94. Yeah. Um, the actual. There's the Shake Hands with the Devil, the... No, I know both of the, but I mean both of those were like ten no, years after. Ten the, years after the Devil's Double. What? What's that? That's the one with the Saddam Hussein's sons. Oh. But I thought that was more like a comedy type. No, thing. true no? story. It was not. There was one that was like there was something about an Arab that seemed well. I guess maybe it was that one. But like from the trailer, it didn't seem that serious. It was serious. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there are those, but. I'd rather, like, for new movies, I'd rather see that than Yeah, but that won't, that won't, you need the Holocaust or black people to say the Oscars. There's some Arabs who look black. (laughs) Um, Then we have old British leader overcoming something to make them a great leader. I can't think of any movie that's been done like that before. Really? You can't think of a king speech? I'm being sarcastic. Oh. Oh! <laughs> I get it. I get sarcasm. Um, then we have masturbatory movie about movie making, which is or movie history, which is the artist and Hugo from this year. 
Okay, see, I don't know what either of those are about, so... Well, The Artist is a silent film about the silent film movie era. Oh, okay. And the end of it. And Hugo is about um, an old movie director. Okay. And so they're both, like, based on those things about, like, the art of making movies. Didn't you yourself want to write a movie about writing a movie? Yeah, so that would be kind of within <laughs> the meta movie, movie, meta. So those are my fun, fun ones. Any comments on those, Christine? Fun! The Holocaust not fun to you, basically. It's not fun. It's just overdone, and I'd rather see something more well, in the news when there's not, that's not resolved yet. When like ninety percent of the Oscar people committee isn't uh, like old white people, then I'll stop doing the Holocaust of black people. Mm. Why oh. do they only feel guilt towards black people? Because some of them enslaved them. <sighs> so here's here's some of my more original ideas. Um, and by original, I mean I stole them from somewhere else, but I don't know where yet. That's fine. So we have North America is sinking into the ocean, <laughs> but slowly. So this isn't like your... Oh, okay. So it's not like a made-for-TV disaster movie? No, it's not like your 2012 or your, like, we have to get out of here before everything starts... It's like... We'll use nukes to stop it from sinking. Nukes save everything. It's like the, the ocean is rising at a very steady rate, but we can you can see it rise. Yeah. But it's not rising. They're like, ah, run! It's okay. like, ah, walk, probably. Is that supposed to be like an allegory for climate change or something? No! Yes. Because, like, isn't, like, the water level supposed to rise and, like, some cities will, no will like, be underwater if, like, we don't do anything about it? I don't know if it's <laughs> allegory, but... <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm using that word correctly, but... It's... it's yeah, whatever, it's something. <laughs> climate change. Climate change. That would be related to climate change, yes. yeah? Yes. I don't and know. Isn't that like Avatar? <laughs> if by Avatar you mean Ferngully, then yes. No, what? Avatar was like a lot of movies. It was like Pocahontas, Ferngully, Dance of His Wolves, Last Samurai. Oh, that's another Oscar movie. What? White person comes into uh, foreign, foreign culture, shows foreign people how to do their culture better, and saves day. Or almost saves day. No, normally it's like the foreign people like teach him the value of like nature or something yeah but and then be, but then he becomes the best at being their their culture i guess <laughs> he becomes the best at being those people yeah it's like the last samurai tom cruise became the best samurai yeah and, and then in avatar skelly became the best blue person <laughs> <laughs> and dance with wolves i didn't see dance with wolves i think i think he becomes the best, best indian person best wolf best wolf <laughs> dancer that's how it works right no, but my, my North American sinking film would be like this family. Okay. Poor middle class family trying to like heap up their homes and just the chaos that comes about of this like uh -huh. is this our like, world slowly falling apart. Is this How like, slowly? Yeah. Is this set in like the current period? Sure. Not in the future? Why would it just be set in the future? I have no, no idea what's happening. like space like if New Gingrich just established this colony on the moon or something, <laughs> they might fight to go there. No, I don't I don't want space travel. Okay. I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, the water's rising. We should probably go to the mountains. To the mountains. But isn't that like just a temporary solution? It is. But that's the point. Okay, how slowly? Like, is it gonna sink in their lifetime then? Okay, yeah. but to be clear though, if just <laughs> if all of, if all of Antarctica and all of Greenland were to melt, the water level would rise like seventy meters. All right. Just to be clear. I'm not worried about being scientifically accurate. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm talking about a story where you have the slow like breakdown of like the stable society uh -huh.
because of this very small natural disaster. This very slow natural disaster. Slow moving natural disaster. I want, I want like my natural disaster movie that takes 20 years for the natural disaster to have an impact. Right. But like just the fact that it's happening is creating all this chaos. Yeah. Like, Can we put a bunch, like, man, you could have a bunch of people think it was another flood, like Genesis. Yeah. Mm. So you can have religious fanatics, you could have just like, you, you have a bunch of people moving into new settlements where there's no work for them, but they're still pushing their way in and trying uh -huh. to... I like that, because I like... I mean, it's not quite... It's not like apocalyptic in the sense that... Well, I don't know. It would be like it would be like civilization sort of falling apart. Which yeah. Which is always like a cool... Yeah, I like that. I don't know. I thought you were supposed to criticize them, Christine. You're the worst at this. I'm kidding. You're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so are the any of them two downers yet? <laughs> These are no, fine so you, far. No, you. I'm pleasantly surprised by how they're not. As okay, the next one's gonna be a, like, a triple murder with like a child. <laughs> uh, so I use my regular set-in names for this one. Uh, Steven and Matt's friendship is strained when Matt starts to believe he might just be Steve's imaginary friend. <laughs> Also murder. Are these <laughs> He's coming from real fears that you have, Matt? <laughs> no. <laughs> Could just be, you know, a story about someone's like having a mental breakdown and believing that. Yeah, yeah. Except in the end it turns out he isn't real. Oh no, actually, M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Ding! <laughs> he was dead the whole time. My god. It was water that kills the aliens. Oh, yeah, well, there, there'd be like two ways to write that, to make it obvious that he's not imaginary, but just like losing his, like just having this existential crisis thing. Yeah. Or you could try to make it ambiguous and hopefully give the audience this like possible twist ending where it's like, oh my god, he, was, he wasn't real the whole time, or oh my god, he was real the whole time. Or, uh -huh. I'd rather have the ambiguity. Ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boys, it could go either way. This is just an early, yeah, it could. early idea. No, I'd like it if it was ambiguous. Uh, it, it would be probably more thrilling if it yeah. was ambiguous, but a better character piece if it was clear. Like, mm -hmm. just like, wow, this guy's really fucked up. Mm -hmm. I'd like it if Ryan Gosling played the guy. Well, he did Lars in The Real Girl, and he was kind of messed in the head there. Oh, Ryan Gosling. Alright, so here we go. Here's my buddy comedy romance. Bromance. Oh, I'm gonna tune out for this. No, it's don't worry. It's, it's gonna be awesome. Two guys decide to team up to train each other to be better boyfriends. <laughs> so this is clearly a chick flick. Yes. <laughs> I don't like chick flicks. We're abandoning clairvoyance. Just go for this right now. <laughs> Things go well when they meet up. Uh, when they meet up with a pair of ladies who are impressed by their couth behavior. Couth. Couth. I, I take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you taught him the word. I kept use. I used like uncouth like three sentences in a row. Oh yeah. I'm like, well, that's that's this close proximity when this idea was born. I'm like, Christine was going, you're so uncouth, you're so uncouth, you're so uncouth. I'm like, what if I was couth, damn it. Hey, movie. What if Steve and I trained each other to be couth? 
See, why would, if neither of them knew how to be coos in the first place, how would yeah, they... Yeah, Well, like, no. it's like correcting bad behavior, basically, like... I guess. You pass just, gas, stop that. They're just policing and slapping. <laughs> Matt did a little effeminate slap for you guys who were listening. It was a manly effeminate slap, please. <laughs> um, li- uh, so they start hanging out with these uh, ladies. Uh-huh. And li- uh, eventually the guys realize that the girls like hanging out with them because they think they're gay. Like a gay couple. <laughs> Uh, and then it says hilarity ensues. So your laughter was well placed. It would be hilarious to me. So, do they? Well, what do they do then? Do they? Hilarity ensues. Hilarity. Okay. They could just try and like keep pretending to be gay for now. <laughs> we'll gay our way into their beds. Absolutely. That's how that works, right? <laughs> hey, Christine. If I was gay, would you share a bed with me? No. Damn it. <laughs> but some girls would, and then you could just. You know, be like, hey, baby. Yeah, I think girls would more, be more likely to do that. You are a girl. <laughs> that statement made it sound like you're excluding yourself yeah. from that gender. No, no, no. As a member of that gender. Yeah. So you'd sleep with Nelson? Like, in the bed same sleep. bed? Bed sleep. Bed sleep. <laughs> well, if we're in a hotel and, like, it was cheaper to share the cost of the room and have one bed, I wouldn't be opposed to it. If it was Nelson. But if it was me, you'd be opposed to it? Probably not, actually. If it was Steve? No. And Amy knew that this was happening? If she was okay with it, I'd be fine with it. If she wasn't okay with it, then I would not be fine with Amy, it. Amy, what do you say? <laughs> Amy? Amy? Amy! Why aren't you answering? <laughs> she used our last one up. I, I did silence it, by the way. but <laughs> That makes it all the more sad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Alright, we're almost there, home stretch. <laughs> then we'll be on to the, uh, the old. <clears throat> I have a question when you're done, but I don't want to interrupt. With regards to what? No, not about any specific idea. Just in after, general. Yeah. Okay. So, this is my vampire movie, because vampires are still sexy. And it involves scientists, too. Okay. Can Spike be in it? Spike Lee? No, like from. Spike Jones? From Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because <laughs> he's always been my favorite, and I really like him. What about Angel? Nah, he did not age well. Vampires are supposed to be ageless. Yeah. He aged. Spike, however, did not age. I mean, he aged Did well. not age. He did not age. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Jack Carcass of uh, Buffy the Vampire's life. I do. The who? Like him. It's I don't a Torchwood. Okay. Oh. oh. He aged really bad between seasons. Except he's supposed to be an immoral man. But like between a Ugh. year or two years, it looks like he aged five years. It's funny. Do you know that Torchwood is an anagram for Doctor Who? Woo! Wow! Um, scientists slow the Earth's rotation uh-huh. until one side of the Earth and the other side, uh, one side is always day <laughs> and the other side is always night. Hence the vampire motif. Did um, they do this accidentally or on purpose? On purpose, because there's vampires. Were the scientists vampires? Okay. Why would vampires want there to be eternal day on one side of the earth when they well, want to Well, then the, maybe that's the only way to like get eternal night on another side of the earth. That is true. But somehow I feel like it would be the, the humans to do this. Wait, did you say on purpose? I already forgot. Should I start making physics objections? Yes. <laughs> Bear like, in mind, this is a work of fiction! 
You'd only be able to live in like the realm of twilight. There'd be a ring of twilight. Yeah. And like the side that was had the sun would be like ridiculously hot. The side on the other side would be freezing. There'd be like a temperate zone in along the ring of twilight, and there would be like crazy winds going from That's the hot not sides. True. What? Uh oh. Yes, it is. Because you're if, well, yeah, it was thick enough. The temperature is quite temperate on both sides, both on the front side and the back side. Are you sure about it's that? It's just a tidally locked planet. Yeah, and I was when on... When the carbon dioxide had concentrations of above around 5%, it's more than enough to keep the atmosphere warm everywhere. Carbon dioxide is... Or not at 5... <laughs> oh, so I can talk? Carbon dioxide isn't at 5%. No, but then if Europe was tidally locked, and it won't be too cold, and it just doesn't take a lot to keep it warm. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe Nelson's more informed than me, but I thought, I mean, uh, whatever, I'm willing to grant him this, fine. <laughs> Nelson wins. I don't care. Nerdology. I see what I did there. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is, I'm doing this, and sure, there might be some temperature change, because what? If you have enough science to stop the Earth's rotation, then you have enough science to fix that, too. But that doesn't make any sense. Like in Science... Uh, in the summer, one side gets more sun than the other, then, like, one hemisphere gets more sun than the other, and it's hotter, like, significantly. Because the sun's closer. That's well, not necessarily true. What? Are you arguing that summers aren't hotter than winter? No, it's not because it's just something closer to the sun. I didn't say it was closer, I said it gets uh, more, it? like... Yeah, more exposure. Yeah, and it's if it's tidally locked, which side do you think will get more exposure? Yeah, it'll be slightly warmer. But slightly? Yeah, it'll be slightly warmer. I think it would be... <laughs> People initially thought the atmosphere would freeze up on the cold side as the air liquefies, but it doesn't happen. Alright. The atmosphere stays... <laughs> Fine, you can cut this, mask. Yeah, right. cut, cut that out. You're probably not going to pick up all anyways. <clears throat> anyway, that's not the point. The point is they've done this. Yeah, okay. And there's now a vampire side of the Earth and a human side of the Earth. Right. That does not make sense. How can there be a vampire side of the Earth if they feed on humans? Well... Why would all the, why would the humans stay in that part of the world? Because there's stuff you might want on the other side of the earth, like resources. But well, what's the side? ratio between predator and prey, though? I don't know. Because it still needs to be relatively safe. <laughs> like maybe like one vampire for every like ten thousand people. Sure, we can do that. That'll make you feel better. The point is, there's a there's a side with the eternal night where vampires can stalk freely, and a part with the eternal day where. It's a hard knock life for a vampire. Mm -hmm. um, so now that I've set up this apparently impossible world, unless you're Nelson, um, there'll, there'll be I have three, four storylines. Okay. Uh, no, 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 three storylines. So they trap the vampires on the dark side of the earth. You have uh, some sort of politician, who's probably working with the vampires, probably a familiar, uh -huh. trying to uh, help the vampires feast upon these humans. Uh huh. Do you know who's a vampire and who's not, or you can't tell? The one with the teeth have the vampires. No, because I mean, like, generally you can't tell. You probably can't tell. Probably the okay. ones that burn when they see sun. <laughs> but if it's dark... Yeah, so it's, so if you're on the dark side of the earth, it's... So you don't know for sure. You don't know for sure. Okay. Um, then the, uh, the main character, the protagonist, will be a hunter who lives on the sunset, so that's the Ring of Twilight, and goes to the dark side and hunts vampires. Right. To try and stem back their population. I see. Then what? Then I have just as one point single mother question mark because all all films like that just have a single mother <laughs> that uh, gets put in danger in some sort. You look very skeptical. <laughs> it's an early. It's an early. These are all early ideas that 
No, it's the single mother part. I'm like, meh. Not the rest of it. <laughs> it's a cool idea. I like it. I'm a fan. Well, I, the single mother was really like, I need a female character in this. And I'd rather have a stronger female character. I keep, yeah, I keep picturing that Hunter is that Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter person. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. not excited for that movie. I read the book. I'm not excited to hear that either. <laughs> I just won't talk. That's good. That's why we brought you here, so you wouldn't talk. You get to be a pretty face. Eh? Eye candy for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So I think it's been a while since I did the Zambi one. It was probably all the being human rubbing off on me. Uh-huh. Zambies! Oh, is this even zombies? Zombies. Yeah, it does. Oh, Sorry, okay. I'll stop doing this. Yeah, because that'll oh. be, that catches up and goes... I'm like... Now oh, I have yeah. to cut that, but I'm talking, so I can't cut that. Can I do this? No! Please don't do it. Do it under, like, a cushion or something. Just, just rub yourself inappropriately. Too much. <laughs> Under a cushion. No, do it in public. That's how Nelson does it. Yep. So we have Zambies, but not where our story takes place. With half the world quarantined, so I've, I've been doing a lot of half and half these days. Yep. Uh, community struggle to adjust to being completely self-sufficient while having to constantly fear of strangers and travelers bringing the infection in. Mm -hmm. Possibly zombies being used as weapons of terror. Ah, cool. This world with zombies, but people are surviving, but not as well as before there were zombies. Cool, cool, cool. So there's like a kind of semi-stable, uh, yeah. Semi-stable, yeah. Spot on. So that's it for new ideas for me. You, board one. Questions or comments? I don't like zombie movies. Racist. <laughs> what about a movie about racism? No one's ever done that. <laughs> that was in my Oscar pick. Oh, right. White people have helping black people. <laughs> That's not racist, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, it's really bothered me in movies. Short people? Yeah, no. No, sometimes it's hard to tell who's short in movies. Tom Cruise, he's short. Yeah. No, I hate it when, like, other ethnicities are played by white people. I love it when that happens. Like, what? that guy, like, in The Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllenhaal played a Persian. That really irritated me. He played me. a white Persian. He was a prince. <laughs> he was a rogue. It irritated me. <laughs> He was a foreign prince of Persia. But he was very good looking in it, though. That made up for it. I, Anyways, I'm sure you guys need to. I, I'm going to say I'm just not a huge fan of Jake Gyllenhaal's visually. I like some of his acting roles. No, only the muscles. That's it. <laughs> only the muscles. No, only I agree. I agree other than that visually. Love I'm attracted to his move. abs. No biceps. <laughs> She's bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, that's new ideas done? Yep. Oh, how many of these do you come up with in 4060? Because <laughs> I see that green book out all the time in 4060. If I'm writing this... this. <laughs> no. Piñata! No. No piñata? No. Oh. Piñata. Yeah, anytime you see me writing my green book in class, that's me scribbling down ideas. Uh, so, yeah. you could probably do a proportional thing to that. If it's in my blue book, I'm doing, I'm doing real work. To my green book, I'm doing important work, <laughs> i.e. for this, for my future real career. Yep. None of this fake PhD stuff. Exactly. But I'm going to get kicked out of soon. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so we've done new ideas, which, comes, which brings me to give Steve a blowjob. Nice. So... Is that actually on the list? Yeah, it's written right there. Yeah. Is this like in reference to something I missed? I can't see about my glasses. Steve, can you see with your glasses? Um, yeah, yeah, it says give Steve a blowjob. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's their So, so do you want to like leave or <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> because we're don't, don't, don't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get all grown up in here. <laughs> no, seriously, we have to talk about the progress we've made on the script. Yes, immense progress. Immense progress. We went thus. So, oh right, you're behind. I'm behind. Yeah, yeah you are. I'm sorry. Why didn't you do your homework too? Then why don't you just tell me where you are at? Alright. Steven, would you like to take the lead on this? Or why don't you tell- oh, so have you guys decided on the basic plot, like... Um, so what's that? Well, you guys were talking about how to actually do the script, I think. You are, if the one where I made fun of you was cut out excessively, you've listened to three episodes. No, no, I think it's the one after that. Piñata? Piñata? That has been in many episodes. I yeah. Think. No, well, it the... first came up in the fourth episode. And then it's... Well, it really climaxed in the fourth episode. <laughs> what episode is this? Uh, this is episode six. Oh, okay, fine. So we have episode one, Untitled. Yeah. Episode two is Attack of the Dogs. Yeah. I don't know why. I think I was doing an Attack of the Clothes thing. Yeah. Uh, episode three is Censored, Uncensored, Censored, where mm -hmm. I censored myself for making fun of Tufik. Uh-huh. Episode four is Piñata. Yeah. Where I complain about really? the fact that I censored myself. Yeah. It's called Pinata. Yeah, because you oh, were like so honored. <laughs> I don't remember you complaining about censoring, so I probably didn't like, listen to also, that. Also, was the audio really good in the most recent episode? No, yeah. I was the one before you went into stereo. Pinata was stereo. Okay. okay so, so you're two I'm episodes two behind. Morning. And then we have Steamy Gets Matt Naked. Ah, uh, yeah. So for people who actually don't read the titles that I invest so much time in creating. So, I guess, since then, we've decided... I guess at that point we're, we were focusing on the apartment story and clairvoyance. We've since then decided to throw the apartment story away because I hate it. Yeah, it's... Oh, good. Wait, what? Steve <laughs> loved that one. <laughs> what? I'm that, devastated that, too. That was Steve. For some reason it kept reminding me of Attack the Block. Yeah, well that was part... That was... Well, no, Matt we, came up with it, but it, when, when he first told me about it, it, that was my first thought going to be way different than that because yeah. it's not aliens, it's supernatural stuff. Yeah. It'd be like a night museum but in an apartment. But anyways, move on to, you decided on clairvoyance. Yeah, and so, so then no. we did some early outlining, and by outlining, pretty much nothing. Yeah. And then we did some early character outlining, and by character outlining, I mean basically nothing. Yeah. Have you seen the character outlines in the... Yeah, I looked at them. So if you want to add stuff to that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <coughs> and then, as of last week, we wrote like the first scene, or we've started writing the first scene. A scene? But we do have a... Do we have like four acts, don't we? Yeah, four acts. We have like four acts. I can't say that word. And and we have a rough kind of idea of how it's going to go. And we have a bunch of um, action set pieces yes. to draw from. Which is what I'm really excited to talk about. Why I get to give you a blowjob. Oh, now I remember. I wrote... Probably they're defunct now, but I remember writing down ideas for clairvoyance and wanting to talk to you about it and then completely forgetting to. So basically, uh. you want you want you want to help and then decide to forget to help. I wrote it down. Well, you have to I find it. I can't remember where I wrote it down. Now. But we're on the. Oh, I have on the thing. I put my coffee on, so it might have like coffee stains around. <laughs> Why don't you just? Oh, on the back of my BS course outline. <laughs> That's business cycles for people who are illiterate. <laughs> BS. Business cycles. That's what he calls it. Because it's bullshit. 
Because it is actually um, bullshit. <laughs> we chose Clairvoyance. Yep. It's now an action movie. Yep. Much in the vein of Taken. Yeah. Where a guy's hot sister, half sister. Again, you should see her face. <laughs> I'm very happy right is now. Is Taken, and the guy uses Clairvoyance to fight his way and find her. Yep. Okay. So it's still in the sense that somebody gets taken, and that somebody comes along, becomes a badass, and untakes them. Yeah. So have you guys decided how his clairvoyance exactly works? Uh, pretty much. Take the lead, Steve. Mm, well, I mean, he can uh, see and hear, like, when he's doing his clairvoyance, he can see and hear what someone is saying. Um, okay. But he has to, like, he has to have recently seen the person. Okay. So, and, and there's, like, a, a distance limit, right? Okay. Ish? Yeah, ish. And can it be? Any, oh, so can it be anybody he's seen recently? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about like a stranger on the street? Yeah. Can does he have control over who he sees? Yeah, you can just tap into. Okay. It's basically he. But he, he can he like block it all out if he wants to? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not like he's constantly being deluged with. Okay. Unless he's losing control of his own. It was yes. he born with this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and when he was younger, he kind of like it would happen, but he wasn't entirely sure what was happening. He was just seeing flashes of things, and and is it perfect? Uh, Divine perfect. Like he sees exactly what the other person is seeing. Yeah. Yeah, as like I mean, as they get further away, I guess. Oh, or whatever, and also, probably... is it from their perception, yeah. or is it as real, like reality? Like, okay. You know how two people can view something slightly different, like put their own spin on it, their own bias on it? It's like if he's seeing through someone's eyes. Yeah, so like yeah. if they feel some way about something, then he feels that way. It's not see as in, it's like see as in, if I took your eyes out and put them in my... So it's completely it's like physical. eye camera. Yeah, it's physical. It's not, it's not emotional. You disappointed by that? Slightly. The, the original, the... the the, the more serious one was emotional clairvoyancy. I, it would be nice if there was something that could make his power slightly imperfect. Uh, when he gets drugged up, he loses control of them. And when he gets drunk. Plus, there's not really much... You know, being able to see what Steve sees is kind of a limited power. <laughs> so, like, I can see that he's looking at my crotch. Yeah, obviously. But that doesn't really give me too much of an advantage, right? It's not like a superpower, no. is what you're saying. Well, it is a superpower, but it's just not. It's not perfect. It's like, it's not. Be nice if there's something that could potentially make things go horribly wrong. Well, we do have a set piece where he gets drugged and loses control over. And how does exactly does he lose control? Well, he's, he's drugged, so he, he loses. You would like. So I mean, he just sees everything or nothing. Probably like or... flash between people. He he, he, he jumps uh, around people that he has. So that could potentially make for something going wrong. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. He's not perfect. Like, does is his emo does his emotions tie into like anything about like how strong it is or how much control he has? No, it's just matter. He's got to keep self control so that he keeps okay. it on top of where he's looking at. And okay, so you said who stepsister or sister? Half sister. Half sister. So they can bang and it's all right. That's not. That's not true. <laughs> Anyway, she has a photographic memory. Oh, but wait, some real people have that. Yeah. She's well, I think it's, isn't that like semi a myth? I don't know. 
then that's not important. Yeah. Even if it's close, like, yeah. almost photographic, and there is a mob lord or mob boss, depending on how you want to put it, who has uh, mild telepathy, so you can read people's minds. So Mild? What do you mean exactly by mild? It's not... He can't control people's minds, but he can read them. Yeah. He can, but is it does it work in the same way? Like if he knows them, he can read them. Like they have to be within a certain distance of him. So it's much more limited. Okay. That's uh, like they have to be in the same room. I think that'd be better than being able. It to is. That's why he's. Yeah. he's that's the why mob boss. <laughs> he's the evil mob boss, and our okay. hero can just see what other people see. Okay. But that makes the girl valuable to the mob boss because she has a memory full of memories that. He could potentially just call upon. Oh, so she's like a computer. Or yeah, something. I call her mind bank, but yeah, you yeah. can call her a computer. I like mind bank. No, I mean that's more interesting. But exactly. So basically, the evil mob boss wants her, mm -hmm. and our hero John. John. It was a working name. So that's still like our hero Steve. Open for discussion. It, I don't care what he's called. Okay. Continue. It was a make or break feature of the movie for Christine. <laughs> Where was I? I got really distracted by your upsetness over John. John, uh, <laughs> well, like, he wants, mom boss wants girl, John. John's girl is sister, so yeah. doesn't want mom boss to take girl. But they're estranged. Why is she a half sister and not a full sister? What does oh. that matter? I feel like that, that seems kind of, like, specific. Well, it's part of, well, I mean, the way it starts out with flashbacks. It's, uh, his mother cheated on her, his father when they're young. Oh, so does his mom have anything special? Do both care. kids have it? Like, I don't <laughs> Probably. Okay. But it's never, it's not something that's going to be explored in this. Okay. As far as I can see. Um, I don't, I don't think his extended family is going to be explored that much. Unless we want to make it really very incestuous. Shame-like. But when he was young and he didn't have control over his powers, he basically outed his mom as cheating on his of cheating uh, on his dad. With the neighbor. With the neighbor or with somebody. It doesn't really matter if it's the neighbor or not. Yeah, but, but he gets dragged to a house. No, we have to call the neighbor Ned Flanders, damn it. <laughs> and his sister is born out of that, like, she she was conceived during that like breakup time, so. So you said they're estranged. Yeah, because they grew up together for the longest time. How well known is this clairvoyance? It's a relatively private thing. You don't want to just sell that. Yeah, I assumed only a sister would know. So that. then, how does the oh, so how exactly did the mob boss find out about the sister? Well, I mean, he could have just been randomly reading people's mind in the street and noticed that this person had a perfect memory, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I can see how it can come up, but I'm just wondering if you guys have thought about it. My, my, my belief was that, um, you know, I don't know much about broken homes, so you'll have to pardon me if this isn't great or accurate. <laughs> but in high school, the John always tried to overcompensate and look out for his sister. Well, the uh -huh. cancer or something? Yes. I yeah. want to give Nelson cancer. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Matthew wants to give Nelson cancer. Um, and his overprotective nature for her eventually led to her pushing him away. And with nothing left for him to stay with his family, he went and joined the army. She, on the other hand, uh, 
went down a darker, more CD path and just, you know, strip clubs. Yeah. I don't like that that much. Well, because it... No, not the CD strip club part. <laughs> the... That's okay. <laughs> no, the the fact that he's just overprotective and they're strange. I, there's some, there seems to be something not... I, and not as believable, I guess, to me. Well, but there could have been a specific event where he just went way too far with the, like, um, with like interfering, watching. interfering in her life, and that just like okay. put them up. Yeah, because I I know I've always been very protective of my younger brother. Aww. Really? Yeah. I, I thought I I fought I fought a, a bully his age to protect him once. Don't laugh, Nelson. It's really hard to beat up a six-year-old when you're eight. <laughs> I have a random story to tell, but I'll wait. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with... It has to do with bullies, not with this. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, Tangents. No. Tangents are good. You no, said so yourself. After. I was distracted Sorry, by a text. Did you say you beat up a six-year-old for your brother? Yeah. He was eight. Yeah, no, and still. <laughs> that's That's adorable. Uh, he might have been a bit older, and I might have been a bit older. It could have been like 10 and 8 or something. Whatever. Still. And I didn't really beat him up. I more like egged him on and uh -huh. then let him self-destruct, basically. Aww. Protective Matt. What's your story? <laughs> no, no, it's not really relevant. That's the point. No. <laughs> Fine. Yes. Inspiration can come from anywhere. No, no. There, there was this guy when I was like, I had such schools in grade five, and there was this guy who was in grade eight who was known to be a bully, but I didn't, I didn't sexy. know who he was. And then I'd seen this guy around before, and then it turns out like he's like this tiny little person, and I'm like bigger than him at the age of ten. <laughs> yeah, you are. And then me and my Persian friend we were making fun of him. And it's called flirting at that no. age. <laughs> and he's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna hurt you. That's what he said to my friend. And she's like, fine. And she pulls her her sleeves up. And her arms are really hairy because she's Persian. <laughs> and he's, he, he screams in terror and runs away. So, so I didn't know why he was a bully. He was scared of hairy arms on a girl. That's, that's You're awesome. Really don't spend a lot of time gawking at women. Hairless women. <laughs> That's a good story. I like that story. Yeah. But many women shave their arms now. Really? I think she shaves her arms now. That's weird. I know, That's but it's a common version. I don't shave my arms. Well, I mean, neither do I. Are they? No. There's some hair, I agree, but... Shave your arms? No, I don't. I don't shave my arms. <laughs> no, because yeah, I'm talking about my version friend who's like really hairy and she shaves her arms. She, I guess if she, if the girl's arms were very hairy, I, I could see her. Who got like facial hair here? Really? Yes. That's. And we call so, him Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji? That's yes. not even. Like no. Um, anyway, so they get estranged. Yep. And basically, the movie starts. With her, yes. Um, can I suggest as a scene there's a flashback to like the, like the big defining moment that they get estranged, but it's kind of funny at the same time just do this clairvoyance. Just like like he to... like inter he like sees something when she's like getting busy with a guy. Or That's something. exactly what we did. Okay, perfect, yeah. awesome. Oh, um, okay. except I didn't we don't actually have. Yeah, we don't. But I mean, like something that you can see that it actually happened to you, you'd be like really pissed off, but yeah. still horribly funny to an outside person. We have like the aftermath of him watching her sleep with somebody. 
Did he really watch? Yeah. He saw. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I saw you do it. He saw it, like... It'd be nice if at that point he still, like, didn't have... Con no, I guess if he's overprotective, he should have control over mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, but it opens up and it kind of flashes back between his childhood. With little, very tiny snippets. I feel like flashbacks would be really good for this movie. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to use Volvo flashbacks because it's kind of like cheating. I think too easy. Too easy. Uh, yeah. Is that necessarily a bad thing though? Especially for like a first script. Oh, I'd be more inventive. That's why it's flashes of flashbacks. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Flashes of flashbacks. So it's like literally like two line scenes intercut. Oh, so like you can't really tell what went on? Yeah. Well, well you get enough information to have kind of an idea. Okay, no, but, but still there's I mean, flashbacks. The yeah. They don't have to be fully developed, but I feel like that would be... Um, I, if they could be like moments also of humor, I think would be nice. Why do you want, why do you want this movie to be funny? <laughs> no, like, you know, like, just some humor, like, just to kind of like break the... Tension? Yeah. I like the tension. So no, because a lot of like these like thrillers or action movies, like there's those funny little moments, and those funny little moments sometimes can like be really good yes. for a film. I, I enjoy them. I don't know if I want to start off the film going like ah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if, if you're gonna put put a little moment in there, you want to cut them in like when you least expect them. Yeah, no, that's what I agree and, with. And that. the, I agree the with opening that. bit should really just set the tone. No, I, I'm not talking about opening. I just think that there well, maybe yeah. that there could be that one or two. We'll think about that. Noted and discarded. <laughs> I'm kidding. We might consider it later. So, she comes to, to talk to him. He's doing some pr private detective work or something. Uh -huh. Which is pretty easy to do if you have some points if you want to trail someone or something. Yeah. Um, is he rich? No, why would he be rich? If he capitalizes on that. How? By being a private detective. Well, <laughs> even if you're a really good private detective, you probably wouldn't be rich on it. You could be like. Well, if it's his thing is known, I think he could totally make money off of that. Well, that's just. I, that's just. I'm just asking if you guys have. Yeah, I, I, that. I, I, I kind of want him to be a little exclusive. Yeah. He spent some time in the army. Okay. Um, doesn't like. I, don't, doesn't, I feel like he'd be rich, but not live a rich life. Like you wouldn't know he's rich. If you don't saw know why you why you decide that. Just, just people who can see through the eyes of other people must be rich. No, I feel like because he could capitalize on it, but I feel like there'd be something wrong with him, like psychologically, that he wouldn't be all rich, like visibly. I feel like he just wouldn't have the motivation for some. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like he just wouldn't care about money, but he might have it. He just wanted to be rich. No, it's he just wanted to be attractive. <laughs> I want to be attractive, rich. <laughs> And mysterious, oh, also, dangerous. Oh, I'm really picturing him like this right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Christine has pulled pulled up the DVD box set of uh, Justified with Timothy Oliphant on the cover. The hat even is like just. He'll just have a cowboy hat. I I keep picturing him with the cowboy hat. So can you just just so I can like have this think of this properly? What is the setting of this? Like, is it in the city or? It's set in the city. Yes, in a city. So maybe he's in some like dingy office or what? Yeah. Uh, but like a uh, like a New York type city or I wouldn't say playing New York. I'm picturing. Like what are you guys picturing? I was picturing more West Coast, I think, if anything. Yeah, kind of West Coast. Yeah. Like California somewhere. Yeah, uh, ocean. More I had ocean from I had ocean from my mind. I do like ocean. Yeah. I prefer that to New York. California's fine. Or Oregon, Washington, Basically, whatever. Film in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. 
Um, so they meet in their office. We have we, this is what we have basically written down. She approaches him in his office um, after them being estranged for a long time and asks for help. There's exposition where it's you learn basically she's being chased after this evil mob guy named Melka Mala Malachi. Malachi, really? Yeah. What? Isn't that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just never really tried to enunciate it. Oh, I just assumed it was Malachi. Malachi. So. Oh, Malachi. No. Yeah, okay. So has he attempted to take her and failed them? Uh, I don't know. How does she know? She knows. Yeah. She, she, she's being chased. It, it could have been she had been working him with him. I, like in my mind, yeah. She was working with him for a while, and then decided she didn't want to do this anymore. Oh yeah. And Malachi's like, well, you know too much, or I need you. Yeah. Should be I need you based on what you said before. Yeah. Because they sleep together. Uh, sister. No. Just out of curiosity, like when you're picturing these people in your mind, these characters in your mind, yeah. do you have actors in mind to play them? Because I just want to no, get a clear picture. Yeah. Everyone is that. <laughs> me with long hair is the girl. Yeah. Still with the <laughs> Yeah. You've got to help me, brother! No. I can't help you. But please! A little Mario in there? Yeah, it's the girl's voice. It's the girl's. It's, it's what girls sound like. Because yeah. apparently me. I always sound too queeny, so. It's a me. Yeah, because you do British. <laughs> no, I don't have any actors in mind. No, I'm, I'm, I got a grungy white guy. Yeah. Slightly slutty girl. And your Eastern European ass big motherfucker. Those are the characters I like. That's what I have in mind. Uh -huh. Is he attractive at all, the mob guy? The evil mob guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, like, well, it's just sleeping with them. No, you should have a receding hairline. Probably. It doesn't have to be attractive for you to sleep with them. Yeah, power he's powerful. Power is attractive. Yes. No, I mean, it doesn't have to be pretty, but... Anyways, continue. <laughs> That's not the point. Yes. I don't think how these characters look is the biggest... <laughs> Considering this is never going to get made into a movie. <laughs> how dare you, sir? I like having the picture in my head. Uh-huh. Well, in a book, do you ask, go and ask the author what they're supposed to look like? They do a pretty accurate yeah, description. <laughs> well, this is this is like whoever they get, whoever they whoever gets casted. That's what they look like. Yeah. Well, you can just pick whoever you want then. No, because like immediately for some reason, well, probably just because it was here, yeah. I thought this guy, right? Yeah. So I'm just wondering who came to your heads. In your oh head. yeah. No, I, I don't obsess about people. I don't obsess about superstars like you and Nelson do. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like it doesn't have to. It could even be someone you know. I just like to have the picture in my head. Yeah, it's and gonna be Matt. Is the villain, <laughs> and, no, and Nelson in a, <laughs> no see that that would be it would be subverting expectations. It'd be brilliant. Nelson in a dress and blonde, blonde and a blonde wig is the female lead. What? <laughs> 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 uh, Come on, yeah. not the female lead. I'm not gonna dress. Well, up yeah, you can, sure, you can be the female. Fine, lead. if you really want. No, I don't want to. Be, but I'm just saying that you picked Nelson before me. In a, in a dress, a female? And a blonde hair. You're not blonde enough. With <laughs> a wig. And I can't wear a wig. No, your hair's too long. <laughs> I can like, I can put it on. <laughs> wake up. That'd be weird. Anyway, so where were we? We were, we were going through the opening scene, which we've written out pretty, not terribly, pretty awesomely. Actually, we're pretty awesome. Yeah. So she's asking him for help, and he's a little upset that you know, you know, ten years ago she told him Sam was like, now she wants him back. Maybe fifteen years ago. Whatever it is. And um, 
He eventually just kicks her out. Yeah. I can't see that happening. It's popular. Oh, but if you already wrote it, then. Yeah. This is where it gets good. Because okay. I get to put an action set piece in place that Steve was running towards without even knowing it. Sweet. So here's what we don't have written, but I've written in my little no. book. Alright, perfect. As uh, the this connecting scene that happens. So she leaves. Yep. Thinking that he's abandoned her. Uh huh. Which is allusion oh, to the yeah. fact that she he hasn't abandoned her. But I uh, want to get a sense for the tales that she ha might have on her. So she's going to leave. Okay. And then at first she'll be walking, then she'll get a phone call, and it'll be her brother. Okay. And she'll be like, could you look to your left, could you look to your right? Right, right. And be like, that guy's telling you. Also, I think that guy's telling you. Nice. And then he's going to take a bunch of them out. And then... then take a bunch of them out? Disable them. Okay. Kill them or just disable them? Yes. <laughs> Is but, he like badass with a gun and stuff? Yeah, he used to be in this uh, special ops. Yeah, he's a badass. That's pretty cool. I miss those badass guys. <laughs> badass motherfucker. Anyways, that that was the scene that I was running towards. All right, perfect. And then I'm like, Steve wrote stuff. Oh god, oh it doesn't have him going. Well, yes, I will help you, darling. <laughs> Let us go. I'm like, no, I wanted to kick her out. <laughs> and that's what you're writing. Perfect. See, I'm so good at Which this. Which is why I've written down Give Steve a blowjob. Yes. Oh. So, does that can be a, my reward when I write good things? Yeah. Blowjobs? Should you hire awesome. someone else to do that? <laughs> Christine! Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I can't hire Nelson. He's not very good at it. <laughs> I feel like that should be taken out. Yeah, that should be taken out. We'll I, I decide what gets taken and what doesn't. <laughs> So that's that's basically where I want to go. Was okay. There's um. So how does so where is he? How does he take them out? Like he's take them out immediately or later? It's like gradually. So oh, okay. he he keeps in contact with her on the phone. Yeah. He keeps an eye on them using his clairvoyance. Vis a vis some other people. Is she like a? Is she tough? Yeah. Okay. She's been around the block. If you know what okay. I mean. Yeah. So she can like uh. Like if someone were to attack her, she can she like at least do the minimal defending of herself. Yeah, she's she's a strong female lead. Okay, so she doesn't need like a man always kind of like. No, no, well, she she was doing sides. okay for a while. Like okay. the idea, yeah. she she's been on the run for non true. It's not like she was like, well, I don't want to be with you anymore, evil villain guy, brother, brother, please tell me. It's like she's probably been on the run for a while, but yeah, can only okay. do so much by herself. Okay, mm -hmm. I like that. So that's where I hope you're writing to, Steve. Well, I mean, I didn't have that particularly in mind, but I was, yeah, he was going to kick her out, sure. That's good. Um, but I don't know where to go after he starts to deal with those tails. And then, um, okay, so he, but he deals with the tails, would he then, like, kind of collect her, and then, like, what, how would, I mean, she has to be taken at some point. Yeah, well, I figured they get on the run for a bit, then yeah, she was okay. taken. Right. Um, or if you really just... Depends if you want to pad out, pad out the movie or not, right? Yeah. When she gets taken, is it at all like an oversight on his part? A failure? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Could be. I haven't really think, thought about the taken scene yet, to be honest. Um, I thought they were just going to get like surprised or something and outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, maybe not outnumbered. Like if it could be on some, like on some level he blames himself. I don't know. Like, due to his power to stop it from happening. So he could have stopped it, but he... Yeah, and that could, like, motivate him even more. 
Does he really need much more motivation? <laughs> um, so yeah. You would know a guy's character better than I would. <laughs> We're very protective people already. Uh-huh. I would punch somebody if they mistreated you. Aww. Aww. I'd punch somebody if they mistreated Nelson. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, anyone small and feminine. Would you punch yourself if you mistreated Nelson? <laughs> no. <laughs> Only I get to mistreat my friends. Aww. I mean, one, I'm one of the few people slapped him on multiple occasions. Yeah, you you really think Yeah, but that a... was in the bedroom, so... It doesn't count when there's a safety word, Nelson. Oh, I see. That's totally stating And also hit him in the crotch on two occasions, too. What? He has felt me up in the ball. I did not do that. I used your hand and hit yourself with it. What? <laughs> was he sober at this time? Yeah, but I was making fun of him. I hope this is getting picked up. <laughs> so I was making a, a gesture to Nelson of the masturbatory nature. Yeah. And Nelson grabbed my hand and just whacked it down. Did it hurt? A little. <laughs> wow, why would... Geez. Dudes shouldn't do that to other dudes. Yeah. So, anyways, they, uh, there's the tail scene where he helps Visa via phone. Uh-huh. And, like, sneaks up and tries to deal with the guys. And then I figure they try to get away somewhere, but I'm not really sure where to go from there again. Right. Again, I'm having a huge amount of trouble dealing with the transition seeds. Yeah. Which is where you've somehow been a godsend. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. I'm picturing that they would go to a motel after that. After Ooh, some... the romantic. Well, no. <laughs> sure. Uh, no, I mean, that's the kind of classic thing after people are chased by mob bosses. To well, just... that, well, the adrenaline's high, you know. No, I, I wasn't really thinking that, but sure. We're only half-blood related. But he's on the phone. No, I mean he would he would be on the phone and like help her take them out and then like like collect her with a car or whatever. And, okay. And then just like I mean they could using couldn't... using her as a scene point and himself as a scene point and like random people around the crowd. Yeah. The first demonstration of his capabilities. As a man. Yeah. So they could go to a hotel. Well I mean they can't go to anywhere that they know like that. You can't go to her house or his house because presumably the mob would know where they live. So they would just go to some like CD hotel. Motel. Motel? Yeah, it has to be a motel, obviously. <laughs> it has to be one of those like one level, you know, like pool in the middle. <laughs> just awful. Dirty. Yeah. Pool, yeah. Maybe you could have had a bad dream there about now or something. Yeah. Wars. Like in what movie am I thinking of? Is he that old? I picture him as like mid thirties, which means I don't think he could have fought in Vietnam. But but he can fight somewhere else, Iraq. Okay. Yeah. yeah we're we're, we're always at war with the Middle East, right? Yeah. Or Rwanda or something. <laughs> Saskatchewan. Yeah, exactly. The great war against Saskatchewan. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a senseless war. They go to the motel. Yeah. He probably has a bad dream. Uh huh. About killing people, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah. Because he's about to kill more people. Wakes up and she's not there. Oh. I don't know why, but this is what immediately came to my head. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Panics. Yep. Yes, you. Um, can you, uh, you said that, like, for his power to work, does he have to have seen the person recently, or do they just have to be close by? Within a certain period of time, and they have to be within a certain... So what's the period of time? 24 hours or something. Oh, really? So can he tap into her to see where she is if he hasn't... That he... would probably be what would happen. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, no, it's only so much help. So does he see, find her or no? Or she's taken at that point? No, she wouldn't be taken. She wouldn't be taken at that point. Oh, okay. It's too early. Um, yeah, we have to like spend some time like them on the run, establishing the relationship, right? Re-establishing the relationship. Yeah. Because they're estranged. Well, yeah, but I mean establishing for the audience. But, yeah. Plus you can throw in some backstory about me like, oh, you know, since you went and joined the army, I missed you so-and-so, so-and-so. Uh-huh. You know, you could do stuff like that. Yeah. Basically, backdoor filler through character talking, which is the... Backdoor filler? Yeah, Backdoor filler vis-a-vis the laziest way possible by telling the audience. <laughs> yeah. They could probably have some encounters along the way. Yeah. Where would they be going, though? I don't know. That would be would a they good have, point. like, a plan of action or something? Or will they discuss at all a plan of action? Because both of them don't seem like the type to just, like, maybe, continually be on the run. Maybe he needs something from his apartment, or she needs something from her apartment, and they have to go back, and they know they'll be watched. What would you need from your apartment? I don't know. <laughs> but before that, shouldn't they, like, be deciding on a plan? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they could decide in the, in the motel that they need to get something from... Yeah. But what that is has to be very, very compelling. Yeah. I have to go to my apartment to get my cat. And, oh, Christ. And it's, of course, the guy who's saying this. <laughs> I have to feed Snookums. Uh, he was always there for me. Maybe she could insist she needs something and he discourages her, but she's all, like, headstrong and stuff. Well, she goes for it on her, on her own. Yeah, maybe they agree not to and then she goes while he's, like, dropped out or sleeping. Drunk. Um, he doesn't drink. Messes with his control. No. Yeah. That'll be yeah. It's pretty much set up in the first scene. Yeah. Very compelling too. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I, so what would she want though? Oh, I don't know. That she wouldn't already have because she's been on the run for a while. Well, I mean, yeah. Non-trivial amount of time. Yeah. She's a strong female lead. Yeah. She. I mean, it couldn't be information because she has her perfect memory. Which we can't forget. What about a friend? Can she have friends? Yeah, but why would... What do you mean she's... I don't know. It's just a possibility or something. Maybe she has to... Boyfriend, uh, maybe? Warn, warn her boyfriend? Or maybe she gets a call from her boyfriend. Uh-huh. And it turns out he's a bad guy. <gasps> oh, Rather no. than maybe being like... She seems smart enough to not forget something important at her apartment. Could it be something she accidentally dropped somewhere or she thinks she did? Like She wouldn't think she'd know. Photographic memory. No, like, like in a fight sequence, some I don't know, like something. She could lose something. Yeah, like she could lose it rather than having like forgotten it. Sure, but we still need and something. And she goes looking for it. And you have to lose it in a way that she'd go looking for it in a manner yeah. that would be reasonable. I don't know. That's kind of our roadblock right now, then. So homework for next week is figure out why someone would go somewhere. For something. For something. <laughs> and possibly write out the, the tail sequence. Yeah, okay. Does that sound good, Steve? Yes. I mean, just kind of like short to medium term evolution of the Could it script. be like she want, wants him to go with her or like keep an eye on her, but he doesn't think it's worth the risk? And then she decides to go anyway? Well, that's the clear motivation. Yeah, and then he like feels guilty that he didn't just go help her. Or you said you don't need guilt, right? You don't need, you don't need guilt. He can, can just really, like blink his eyes and see what she sees. Oh, she's fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, now she's being. She can't crap. have like given now him a drink naked. or something, uh. or drugged him, or gave give him give him a sleeping pill so that she could get away Give him, him some alcohol. 
Yeah, like get away, like so that he doesn't <laughs> know she goes back for it because he won't like let her go back. She could just leave, sneak out while she's sleeping. Yeah. But he could wake up at any time and find out. Yeah, but by then she'd already have the lead. Yeah. And she's a strong female character. Yeah, she's yeah. not a female. She don't need to drug someone to get the, take the, the <laughs> advantage. Plus, we want to save drugging for later. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That has to be a big thing. Um, yeah, okay. I think, I mean... But basically, we have to work up to why she gets taken. Yeah. And how. But I don't know. I like the kind of, like, after the... After the tail scene, they, they go to a... Motel? Yeah. That seems like kind of a safe. Like, I was saying that, like, motel, but... Okay. I don't know. It's, yeah, it was good. It's it, good. I mean, it's maybe, it makes sense. It makes sense. It feels like they should be discussing some sort of course of action. Yeah, well, they... But, I mean, it's just, like, this thing. The motel is, like, a temporary refuge to, like, get their... Yeah, yeah. Their... Like a safe haven. Just temporary. so they can come up with a plan. Because yeah. they're, like... They were in danger, and... Yeah. I think what'll probably happen is... He'll recommend a course of action and not consider her opinion on it. Mm -hmm. She'll be very upset by this. She'll yeah. want to do something, something. She'll go to do that something, something. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, it'll backfire or something. Yeah. Or he'll show up to try and stop her. And him showing up will cause it to backfire. If you don't want to make the female the fault. I, I like that better. You would, woman. Um, but I just try to be gender neutral in the possibility of what happens. Uh-huh. Uh, because it could be just he's overprotective and that's his character flaw. He sees too much. Uh huh. But that's a rough idea of what. Now the question is why, and that's the much more important question: is why does this happen? You know. And I think that's going to be a hard question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. We know what we have to figure out for now. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Shall we wrap it up then? I guess so. We didn't even come up with a clever title for this one. Or something will show up. Yeah, you can come up with something. It always happens during the editing process. Two fig plus two. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. I'm ending this. If two fig is involved, like in the title, I would be very happy. Most, I think. All right, so I have to make sure two fig is not in the title. Gotcha. Operation Maker Miserable. <laughs> Your hair is a terrible mess. Call the podcast only Matt and Steve. This week. <laughs> Anyways, all right. That's it for this week. I'm Matt. I'm Steve. I'm Christine. And next week, maybe we'll have a better title. <laughs>